this. I, I knew this chick uh, used to work at Applebee's with me who she actually slept with the guy because she heard him pee and the force of his pee was so great it actually turned her on. I simultaneously want to know more about this and less about this. The only thing I can think of is that maybe it was like healthy prostate for breeding. I don't know. You think it was like some kind of evolutionary remnant? That's the only thing I can think of. I I no longer want to talk about this. I'll take a sip. Bro, show prep needs to be done before the show. This is Alcoholics Autonomous. I'm Justin, and with me always is Christian. Hey. Hey, Christian. Today's cast is being brought to you by Burning Steeple Brewery where our good friend, brewmaster Elias Martz, brews beer so sinfully good that it'll burn your church down. Probably not one that you want to sneak into Sunday service. Mm, I'm not trying to be anywhere near Sunday service. Not during football season. No. What? They should move Sunday service to... S- nope, not Saturday, because that's college football. That's college football. I, I think they it. should just cancel it. <laughs> For like, I don't know, six months. They should probably year. just cancel it. Mm. Uh, and, a good, and a good week it was, although I, I missed all my bets, but I was overzealous and went way over. How many bets did you make? Uh, college or NFL? Uh, combined. Combined. It was probably about 10 to 12 bets. That's too many bets to make on week one, and he knows this. I do know this. Ah, I. So I want to start this off on a positive note. Something I learned about, I shared with, uh, oh, I forgot. Big Sal's in the house. Hey, Big Sal. He Round is, of applause for Big Sal. He is running our audio today. It's nice to have him in the house. Big Sal, thank you for showing up. Uh, speaking of a round of applause, did you know that one of my favorite animated TV shows of all time just won an Emmy? What? What? Rick and Morty took home the Emmy for Outstanding Animated Program. Rick and Morty is amazing, and if you're not watching it, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with your life, but you should be. How cool is that? It's amazing. Thanks to the Pickle Rick. Hey, Justin, when do we get new Rick and Morty? So I can get mad right now. Uh, It's probably next year sometime. Yeah, it's it's 2019. That's sad. But... You can't rush greatness, bro. Seven more years, though. <laughs> They've signed for 70 episodes, and that is amazing. Hey, he got paid just like John Gruden. Just like... I can't be mad at him. Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack. And Aaron Rodgers, who I don't know who made out on that one, but both of them are important to their teams. Although one showed up in the second half and one did not. Oh. But we won't get into that. I feel like we need to squish all of our sports. I'm down for that. Like... And like you know, in like one segment, because I know we got people who aren't super huge fans. They're of not. Uh, you know what I have to say to those people? Y'all suck. <laughs> I'm okay with this. This is week one of I football. I do. I I know. I know. And maybe we can talk about some fantasy and stuff in a little later. But some news to first. Have you heard about the homeless dude that gave the girl twenty bucks to get her car filled up? Absolutely. Okay, so you know about this story. Okay, so just to let y'all know, if you're not uh, up to date. Uh, what's her name? Kate McClure. Her car stalled out, ran out of gas, and a homeless guy, um, I believe his name was Johnny Bobbitt, gave her his last $20. And since then, Kate, the girl that uh, car stalled, and her boyfriend, Mark D'Amico, 
decided to start a GoFundMe for Johnny Bobbitt. Uh, Sounds super noble because imagine a homeless guy handing you his last 20 so that you can live in convenience, get some gas in your car, and yes. then go to your home. I'm assuming she was a pretty blonde. I may or may not have seen pictures I do not recall. I'm not going to make any comment on what she looked like. Okay. But anyway, the two started a GoFundMe for the guy, which is great. 400 grand later. Oh, there we go. We got a picture right there, dude. She is a pretty blonde. John Johnny Bobbitt kind of looks like me after I've been on a bender for three or four days. <laughs> Justin says that, but Johnny Bobbitt kind of looks like him right now. Oh, come on, man. I'm way more clean than that. Just grow your beard out like three more inches. Okay. All right. The I mean, man, man has a point. And that's you. The man has a point. So anyway, everything was going fine and dandy until Johnny Bobbitt was like, yo, bitch, where's my money? And they're like, oh, Johnny, cool. We'll give you a little bit at a time because we're afraid you're going to buy drugs. But now we're in federal court and things are not so nice anymore. In fact, lawyers have gotten involved. Oh, no one's happy. One. That was One. the first, first Mike Belch. First Belch of Continue. the day. <laughs> anyway, uh, and as I've, as I've found, I'm afraid uh, Mark and Kate, I believe their BMW just got confiscated. No one's quite sure where the money is. Although the judge did rule to give all of the money, to hand all of the money over to Johnny Bobbitt. I don't know if that's been done yet. But the four hundred grand that was there is down now down to like one hundred seventy five thousand dollars, which is uh, ridiculous. Uh oh. Yeah, which just makes me wonder. Wait, where this BMW come from? I don't know. I don't want to piss people off, but white people stole damn near a whole continent and called it manifest destiny. So it's not strange that most of that guy's money is missing. I understand. Because they, they're probably like, oh, we'll get him a couple grand. It'll be nice. $400,000 more money than either of those fuckers have ever made in their life. Correct. And they're like, ooh, we deserve a little bit of this. I know. They have justified this in their brain somehow. That's how it works. Yeah. But anyway, that relationship is totally... What was, as they say, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. Mm. And here we are. It's going just, down. You just upset the people when we start... I mean, at least the judge ruled in his favor. Yes. Yeah. It's hard to uh, get a judgment for money when there's no money, but... But how fucked up is that? I mean, it's just regular American fucked up. Yeah, I guess This so. is where we live. Let's stay so. on fucked up shit. Fucked up shit? What, what? Yeah. You got anything? As a black man, I find it really strange that we're no longer allowed to hang out in our own houses and mind our own business without getting shot by a cop. Oh, an off-duty cop. Oh, no, she was returning. Wait, wait, wait. She was really tired and coming back from a 15-hour shift, Christian. She didn't know whose house she was in. And this might explain why Dallas PD is protecting her this hard. Because they made her work a 15-hour shift. Well, yeah, they have to be like, ooh, shit. But there is zero part of me that believes that this bitch didn't know what apartment she was walking into. Oh, no, it's total bullshit. She's trained to have situational awareness. That dude's apartment has a red doormat. Oh, I know. I read all about the red doormat. That's a big deal. She pushed into the house and then didn't notice that, hey, none of these belongings are my belongings. 
Let me shout out orders to this black man minding his own business in his own house. Oh yes, and then, and then, apparently, and then he didn't listen. Apparently, she was shocked that he didn't listen to an armed intruder, and then she murdered him. I know. And we've heard witnesses say they heard knocking and banging and saying, let me in. And I think there was also a witness, or they weren't visual, but auditory, saying, why did you do that? I don't know if there were... Oh, I have not heard that. I have heard that there may... These two, there may be more to the story, as a lot of people probably believe. And I've heard, I've just heard, maybe they were romantically involved at one point. Yeah, and I I hear you, but what you're saying, I've heard, what that means is that it's hearsay. I'm trying to stick to the it's facts. It's internet bullshit. The facts of the case. And even the facts of the case are abhorrent. They're ridiculous. and don't make any sense. Uh, How did and, she get out on a $30,000, $300,000 bond is what yeah, I want to know. Who paid for that? Uh, we, can, we can dig into that later. Uh, she got charged with manslaughter. Uh, which I'm not okay with. I'm not. It ain't first degree murder, but it's second degree. Yeah, and that second degree is just murder with malice. Well, first they, degree they did say is they're going murder with malice, a forethought, and planning. And they may bring that up later. We'll see. But I know it, they did say it was going to a grand jury, so we will see. I'm not sure yet. Yes, black people have had lots of luck with grand juries and police officers. <sighs> I'm gonna just tell I'm, you know what we're gonna, I'm gonna say this and we're gonna get off of this because I it's gonna put me in a bad mood for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> if this girl gets acquitted, Dallas is going to burn. It's going to burn. Black people have taken a lot. They are not going to take this line down. There are going to be problems in Dallas. Oh, I know. There's already been problems in Dallas. I mean. Remember what happened? Was it last year or the year before? Yes. Yes. Yeah, there's going to be problems. Let this girl get acquitted. There are going to be problems. I'm not advocating any violence toward law enforcement. Absolutely not. But there are going... I'm just telling you what's going to happen. There are going to be problems. Well, just like when... Uh, who was the hoodie guy? I can't remember his name. That is Trayvon, Trayvon Martin. Trayvon Martin. That's right. Yeah, it's not, uh, not going to be good. We gotta get off of this. Or I'll go down rabbit holes all night. I know you will. Are you ready for me to brighten this up? Maybe bring some humor in. It's this? time, Christian. Have you ever been kicked in the nuts? Yeah. I'm assuming you're a man with testicles. I've never seen them, but I'm assuming. He's lying. He's seen him a bunch of times. I've but anyway, yes, him. I have been kicked in the testicles. <laughs> it has never been a pleasant experience. It's not fun, is it? No. In fact, it's probably top five least fun things to do. Checks out, yes. I found out something that beats getting kicked in the nuts. What's that? Well, a guy who was vacationing in China, I guess he was swimming at the beach, and he got a stingray barb lodged into his penis. And it didn't come out right away. I'm pretty sure I saw a photo of a man lying face down on the beach with the stingray right next to him. He was not petting that stingray. He was trying to hold his dick. He was holding his dick for dear And life. that stingray was just sitting there, just not moving. Like, yep, I got you, yep, bitch. Got your dick, dog. And there was nothing that man could do. Do we have any visual representation, Big Sal? 
Oh my goodness. Well, come on, man. Give me the resolution right now. I'm <laughs> sitting here with a stingray bar in my dick and I'm not happy. What happened? Oh man. I don't know how long the guy had to sit there, but he was on the ground, face down, with a stingray barb in his penis, or genitals, as they'd say. Rip. Uh, finally, the authorities showed up. The proper, there we go. There's the poor guy. Anyway, they finally showed up. The guy got it out. I don't know how bad the penis was harmed, but the stingray did not survive. So, uh, man, you know, rip stingray. You know, I don't like killing animals for no reason, but no. in this case, there was definitely a reason. And if one of them had to die, the dick or the stingray, I'm glad the stingray died. Hey, don't at me, Peter. I don't give a fuck about none of y'all. Yeah, Peter, you fucked up my animal crackers box. You sons of bitches. <laughs> we got our animals uncaged on the animal crackers. <laughs> <laughs> now they're coming off the box. They're really making gains. Yeah, that, that was something no, no you really need to spend time on. All right, uh, we're doing it. We're doing it. We're going to sports. If you don't like sports, I mean, I guess go read a book for about 15 minutes. We're going to start with... Bam, 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 bam. We're going to start with the man that the Raiders just couldn't find a way to pay, Khalil, Khalil Mack. Uh, and I really I really hope you guys got to watch him on Sunday night because it was amazing. It was, it pretty, it was pretty awesome. The guy, it looks like he's cheating. It looks like he went into create a player. No, on, he had Game Genie for Madden. On in, No, on NFL 2K. Cause we don't fucking talk about that. Yeah, fuck Madden. And then you I'm just you. gave everybody. I'm with he, you. you just gave that guy ninety nines on everything. <laughs> he lived in Green Bay's backfield. He, I'm pretty sure he got a he got a, he got a sack. He recorded a sack, a forced fumble, a fumble recovery, an interception, an interception returned for a touchdown. He did return one for a touchdown, and That's no one has done that since. Kill Lil Mac did it the first time. Oh no! But I don't know if it's worth a hundred and twenty million guaranteed. But though. the Raiders couldn't pay. Hey, Kill Lil Mac stays on the field. Um, Aaron Rodgers got paid like ninety-eight million guaranteed. Yep. And I guarantee you, he will miss games this year. I don't. I haven't looked at the Raiders' financials, but I know Chicago had money. I mean, he's all broke. He's broke right now. Uh, Aaron Rodgers had so many drugs shot into his leg. Oh, I haven't seen the video. Was it good? He wasn't even sober when he did the first <laughs> I haven't seen it. I have heard. The I saw it on Twitter. Basically stoned and drunk. Everybody, Every, everybody was, was like, oh, God damn. And if you get to lead your team down the field and win the game at the end of it, by being down after being down 20 to nothing, you get to be stoned and drunk, I guess. I mean, I feel like that's kind of a Packer thing because Brett Favre did it for years. He did. Brett Favre was always on painkillers. In fact, that's how the only way he knew how to play for a while. I'm pretty sure that was his excuse for sitting as a dick pig. Dick pigs. Anyway, we don't need to go down that road. I was on painkillers. What do you want from me? Oh, my goodness. All right. All right. God dang it. I kind of want to talk about this Marcus Peters thing. I just don't I don't know how well it's going to go over to the list. What about Marcus Peters? He Mar- grabbed his crotch? Mark. Yeah, crotch in grabber. response to Marshawn Lynch while playing for the Seahawks in the 2010 NFL playoffs against the Saints. Oh, wait. I don't know all the juicy gossip. Marshawn Lynch. Do tell. 
When's the game? Who hasn't seen the whole my dick video on YouTube? I haven't. Oh my god, Justin. Okay, so the game is nearing its conclusion. The Seahawks are trying to win that shit. They hand the ball off to Marshawn Lynch. Marshawn Lynch breaks eight tackles in one play to score about a 60-yard touchdown. As he gets to the goal line, he leaps in the air with the ball on one hand and his dick in the other, and he just dives backwards into the end zone. I've seen a lot of good runs by Marshawn Lynch, but I don't recall this. And it was amazing. So, so when we're watching Rams Raiders and Marcus Peters catches that clutch-ass interception at the end of the game to put the nail in the coffin, and then he gets to the end zone and does the exact same thing, I was like, this is amazing. This is why we watch sports. Marcus Peters is about to get fined. Yeah. He's about to get fined. Yep. But it was amazing. And that was a pretty good game. Until, man, the Rams just rolled the Raiders in the second half. The Rams are stacked. They got yes, so many people are. on their, yes, on their team. Are. It's ridiculous. Especially on, on their defense. You know, I know this because I, I got their fantasy defense on my team. I love it. What else you got? You got anything else? Uh, you got any college football? I got, of course I have college football. Aye, aye, aye. Man. Should we talk about A&M? Uh, they put up a hell of a fight and should have won that game. An unranked A&M? Unranked A&M. Should Playing at home Clemson. against a number one or number two Clemson, depending on what poll you're, you're looking at. I told you, Jimbo Fisher knows how to play. He knows Clemson. Sweeney. He does, and he got those boys up for it. Definitely covered the spread because the spread was like 14 points. I know. I took that spread. I took that spread. Thank you. That was one of the few bets that I made that uh, I felt like was a good decision. I'll be over here giving Justin great advice, but not taking it myself. You and I were at the U of H game. I got sunburned as shit. (laughs) I had a great time at the U of H game. Came home. What were we doing? We were barbecuing something or other. And, uh, well, I was doing a little me time. A little me thinking time. And I got on my phone, and I was looking at my bookie, and uh, the spread moved to, like, what, plus 10? Plus 14? It was 14. Yeah. It was I've got to take that. Are you kidding me? In Kyle Field? Hey, no right, way. Kyle. And it paid. It paid. It paid. You know what? Next week, we're going to talk about the, the rule of fumbling through the end zone. But not right now, because that's going to get you all out of the We're not right doing now. it. I'll get you. We're not doing it. Nope. Can't do it. Hey, we've got a list this week. Mmm. Unless you're ready to get off sports. Go ahead, man. I don't know if you're not. So we were, we're trying to do a list every week thing. That's fine. Uh, this week, we were talking about animes. Yes. And I'm not the biggest anime fan, but I definitely have a couple guys in my corner that I love to go to all the time. Uh, most of them I was getting high in college and watching, but a couple were high school. But oh, no. uh, Are we dealing with... High college and high school Justin's favorite animes? Uh, well, actually, if you'll just give me a minute, they're not that bad. But I also have, Sal, if we can get up the uh, anime recommendation flowchart, which I found today. It's <laughs> fantastic. There's a damn flowchart on the screen. Oh, there's right a flowchart. This is amazing. So, just, just <gasps> to name a few of my uh, my top animes were Cowboy Bebop, Samurai Champloo, uh, Fully Cooley. I got really into Dragon Ball Z in high school, but... What I really wanted to talk about 
was this motherfucking flowchart. As you can see, you start... They can't see anything. Looking for first anime? Oh, you can go here. Cowboy Bebop, which I totally recommend. Or Full Metal Alchemist or Death Note. How big would you say this this list is, Christian? This flowchart. It looks like something that Big Sal would do if he was uh, doing some OSHA work or, uh, I don't know, maybe he was doing some SOPs or something for audio for checking audio levels. I had no idea Big Sal had anything to do with standard operating procedures. I thought it was just a gangster from off the street. I heard I he's got backgrounds in all walks of life, Christian. That's crazy. All That's crazy. walks of life. My people are going to have to get with his people after the show. You think I just hired some regular-ass homie off the street? I don't think you hired anyone at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So anyway, that was my list. But I had to share this with you because I thought this, this flowchart was the coolest thing I'd ever found. It literally has like every anime you can Wait, possibly imagine. what was imagine. your list? What was your list? Okay, the list we're doing, was... We're doing top three favorites. Top three, and I threw in a couple of... Uh, honorable mentions. Honorable mentions. I'll start at the bottom. Honorable mentions were DBZ and Berserk. And then uh, top three were Fully Cooley, because well, I was getting high in college a lot. And then uh, Samurai Champloo. And my number one, of course, would be Cowboy Bebop, because Cowboy Bebop's the best. Spike Spiegel, my boy. Love me some iron. FLCL was on your list. Fully, I told you I didn't watch a lot of anime I mean, I series. Hear you, but it was like a seven episode series. Yeah, it's easy. So was Berserk. Berserk was only like one season. Yeah, but Berserk kind of depressed me a lot. So fully, cool, didn't really do that. I like depressing anime. I don't. Sometimes. I don't. Oh my god, have you seen Elfin Lied? No, I don't. We'll talk about this is. later. I don't want. I'm just gonna depress people further. All right, so my my top three. Okay. I'm gonna try to do this in order, and the first one's gonna make me sound like a hypocrite because it is Seven Deadly Sins. It's on Netflix right now. Um, if you're more industrious, you can find it online and listen to the to or or watch it with subs. But I kind of I've already fallen in love with the character, so I want to hear the dub. So I've watched one and a half seasons, and I say that because the second season was mistakenly released hmm. as a as an actual season, but really it was just like a five episode miniseries. Wait, so did you fall in love with the Japanese? Uh... No, the dub. The, the, you fell in love with the dub? dub? Okay. I, I could never do the, uh, like, Cowboy Bebop, a lot of my buddies were like, oh, man, Japanese only. And I was like, eh, yeah, I don't you like You know, it. people I don't hang out with, anime purists. Yeah. I don't hang out with those people. Yeah, I don't either. Um, okay, so, number two on the list, Death Note. That That's on the flowchart, dude. Of course. Would you is. like to know how to start? <laughs> nope, I wouldn't. <laughs> You're just going to roll with it. Here's how you start. You open up Netflix, you type in Death Note, and then you watch it. But do not watch the movie. Oh. Do not watch the movie. It's terrible. Yeah, Justin is trying to help you guys. Do not watch the movie. As a matter of fact, if anything is live-action anime, just skip it. I don't think there has been one that was even decent. Just skip it. I can't think of anyone. Anyway, Death Note is not action-packed. It's it's more of a psychological thriller, but it's amazing. I'm not going to explain the whole plot to you guys. Um... And then my personal favorite is Samurai Shampoo. Hey. Sam, I like Samurai Shampoo so much. It's made by the same people who made Cowboy Bebop. Yep. But I like it so much that I watch it. I watch the whole series every year. Every single year. And wow. on the last episode, and on multiple episodes, a nigga's been known to shed a tear. 
Uh, Every man. year when I do it. Also, Spike Spiegel's the same voice character. Spike Spiegel's the same voice character as Mujin. It is correct. <sighs> That's awesome. He Spike is Spiegel. excellent. Hey, Jet. It's amazing. It's so good. Oh, man. Um, so should we do? What do you got? Oh, what does it say? <laughs> so in the flow chart, it says, oh. if you come all the way down, samurai are cool, even cooler with hip-hop music. He brings up a good point because I, Samurai Shampoo has the best soundtrack of any show or series that I've ever watched. It's actually false. Cowboy Bebop has the best music. Uh, I can prove it mathematically, but I can't do that right now without visual representation. Justin can't even do math. Also, That's how I know he's lying. If you'll look, hey man, I do algebra every day. Ask Big Sal. I've shown him. I even box my answers. This Motherfucker. I bet you show his work, though. <laughs> I always show Little my bitch. work. <laughs> oh man hey let's do a uh, an exceptional tale of debauchery what you got sound Something. good so this week I found a cool guy that I wanted to talk about and so far I've kind of been leaning toward sports figures Justin would find a cool guy that he really likes continue what are you saying Christian anyway so this week a man named Fred Fuzzy Thurston, who is considered to be one of the greatest drinkers of our time. He was an office of guard for our Vince Lombardi Packers. This is way back in the 60s. Now, the first thing I'll tell you that gives you any idea of what a badass Fred Fuzzy Thurston was. I don't know if Fuzzy was what his teammates called his mental status most of the time when he was playing. But apparently he was a pretty badass guard. However... For the ice ball, when the Packers played the Cowboys, he admitted to a reporter that he probably warmed up before the game with about 10 vodkas. Hey. What a bad man. I've already done that tonight. <laughs> See, you both, you're like the same salt. Show prep, baby. The Dallas Cowboys, though. You're also not playing a negative 14 degrees Fahrenheit. <laughs> However, a cool thing about Fuzzy was his teammates would talk so highly about his drinking that they would egg other teams on when they would visit or they would visit whatever rival team they were playing. Uh, one documented case in particular was the Washington Redskins. A uh, Another guard, Fran O'Brien, uh, who was a bar owner and quote-unquote seasoned inebriate. Wait a minute. There yes. was a guard for an NFL team that owned a bar? Mm-hmm. Then again, I guess you'd have to. I mean, Dude, people do. People still do it now. These guys didn't make any money, so they, they had not. to be way smarter back then. They did then. not. You, you just didn't have some guy that would help you out. So anyway, Fran and Fuzzy showed up. Fuzzy arrived first, and be, his teammates asked him not to, but Fuzzy ended up warming up with four beers. Fran shows up. Fran O'Brien, which gives you an idea of what his background is, and the competition is on. One thing about Thurston that I never understood was he has this affinity for martinis. You ever drink pitchers of beer, Christian? I think you know that I, know, I have. I know you do. Fuzzy drank pitchers of martinis. <laughs> have you ever met a man that would do that? I haven't. So anyway, the competition is on. And before you know it, O'Brien has to be dragged out of the bar and Fuzzy is doing one-handed push-ups on top of a piano in the corner of the room, getting the crowd to get going. 
One other instance, in 63, the boys decided to get out of town for a night to go to a fancy restaurant out of Green Bay. O'Brien, or excuse me, Fuzzy, got a picture of martinis for the road. They're cruising, and then he had a bottle of wine and a bottle of champagne for dinner, and then he switched to stingers for the night. And then they decided to go back to Green Bay now, mixed up another shaker of martinis for the road. Back in the bay, he stole a jug of wine from underneath the bar and then began drinking scotch. Hey. On the way home, he bought a case of beer and drank seven before getting dropped off home. Now, the next day, him and several of his teammates had to make a funeral. Guess who was the guy that was up first thing in the morning knocking on everybody's door? Mr. Thurston. Fucking Fuzzy Thurston. What a bad man. Hey, man. Functional alcoholics are what make this world go around. I understand. I know a few of them. How do you think I get to work every day? <laughs> uh, over there in the functional alcoholic corner. Ah, what else you got? I had an idea for this this week, but if you have something, I'd love you to go. Uh, well, I, you know, I always have a couple things. Yep. I got tips for a living, but I like to leave that. We'll, to we'll the, save that. We'll save the that. end because I want people to leave with those tips because I think that honestly it will help them if they listen and listen to everything that I say, not just a little bit of it, and then complain that they went to jail. Anyway, um, hey, I just had an idea. Uh, oh live. no, just I have I'm idea. having an idea live. What if, and we'll try this next week, maybe we'll talk about it. What if we incorporate a drinking game into our show? Oh, I can already tell you what's gonna happen. It could be something subtle, yeah. It's gonna be a complete shit show. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. We, you, and I do not have to drink, just the listeners, just the listeners. All right, as long as they're not driving and they're doing it responsibly. Yes, what he said. <laughs> Definitely not while you're driving. I don't know about the responsibly part. Just no, don't drive. just do it responsibly. What do you got, Christian? I got to complain about some shit. Oh, you got to complain I've told the listeners already that I am a Florida State fan. They're not good, dude. And my team almost lost to Samford. That's not Stanford. I thought it was Stanford. S-A-M-F-O-R-D. And Florida State trailed at home to Sanford. I don't know their mascot or where they are. And there are very few people who know more about college football than I do. And they did not lead until the last four minutes of the game. Including myself. And I know for a fact that if it's a college team that I've never heard of, and it's a big-time team like Florida State, they should probably wipe the floor with them. They should win by 70 Instead, they won by 10, <laughs> and that was a fluke, and that was at home. And I'm fairly sure that uh, if Willie Taggart keeps this up, he's going to get run out of town. Uh, I feel like you're about to do that yourself. What I feel like doing is running to Tallahassee and coaching the team. You could probably do it better than Taggart. Maybe he's just finding his groove. Where did he come from? I don't remember where he, he came from. He came from Oregon. Oregon. Why? Why did they hire him? Because he has Florida ties. Oh. And they thought, and ties matter in college football because you need to be able to recruit. Uh, that's true. That's true. So are you going to sit here and tell me that you hired this guy because he could recruit so well 
but you still can't field an offensive line. If you can't execute, and you don't have an offensive line, there's nothing you're gonna be able to do. You're not gonna win the game without an offensive line. That's for sure. That's it. But their line has been bad since Jimbo Fisher was there. You know what's gonna be better than a Florida State game? Almost anything. Triple G and Canelo Alvarez. This hey, weekend. I'm super stoked for this fight. I'm sad how the la- how the last fight ended and then it got postponed. It's been lots of bullshit drama. I had a lot of money on that fight. The fight I was should have won. Yes, you should have. Anybody with a brain or eyeballs. Triple G won, and that one corrupt judge fucked my money up. How he totally fucked your money. I'm up. not okay with it, and I'm pretty sure with a female. And I don't, I don't even think they let her judge anymore. Oh, man. I don't even know. I'm not sure. I am excited for that fight, though. What else we got? What is that? That's next Saturday. What's the day? Next it's day? this Saturday, dude. I'm Next. This. What the fuck? All right. It's this upcoming Saturday. 9-15-18. The 15th. Yes. I'm, I'm fairly certain it's this 15th. Get your cash ready to pay for that pay-per-view. And watch that damn fight. Also, watch the undercards too. The undercards. Don't are be fun. just hanging around jerking off. Watch the undercards. Some of those fights are amazing. Absolutely, I love the undercards. Some of those are the best ones. Um. All right. What else we got? I'm gonna move on. Oh, speaking of ideas, I had. So I had this other one, man, and I thought it was gonna be awesome when I started it. So I was on Twitter, and I just found this. Somebody did a post of Ric Flair. Woo! Right? Yep. And I saw Ric Flair, and when I was scrolling down, I was like, Ricardo Montalban. But it wasn't. It was Ric Flair. So then I was like, oh, my God. I've got this great idea for the podcast. It'll be like, was it Ric Flair or Ricardo Montalban? What? But guess what? There's zero dirt on Ricardo Maltavon. Yeah, what are you even doing already? <laughs> There's like none. I'm glad that you punted on that idea. I did. I totally punted. So, uh, did I tell you about this fucking tweet thread that I read? Normally, if I read something funny on Twitter, I tell you who wrote it. In this case, I think this girl was just uh, seeking attention. I don't think she was serious. But I, I, I can't be sure because I'm not sure. I'm not going to tell you who it was, but I am going to read you these tweets. Okay. This isn't even all of them. Wait, wait, wait. Before you start, would I know who this is? No. Oh, okay. I no. thought I thought it was going to be like a um, guessing game. Remember I told you that women sell pussy on Twitter? Uh, vaguely. Because yeah, they do. I don't look at that. And kind of this thing, is what Christian. I think this girl is doing. I don't even know how it popped up in my timeline, because I'm not trying to buy pussy on Twitter, but mm. here's what I... Nope. She says, what the fuck? My mom used my dildo and didn't even wash it off after. That's a bitch I fucking move. hate this family. <laughs> so if you have a whole bunch of questions right now, you're normal. If you don't have any questions right now, something is wrong with you, and you should do self-reflection. Uh, next tweet in the thread. Oh, there's more. I've used this woman's vibrator countless times, and I clean it every single time when I'm done. But she can't even do something so simple. 
What the fuck? You know, I do know women that seem to like that they'll share like blouses and pants and bras. I have not heard of dildo sharing though. Typically, if somebody was going to do something that foul, especially if they're sharing it with their mother, they wouldn't put it out on the internet with their picture in their. Oh, they got photos. <sighs> How special is this dildo though? Can it not be bought? Is it like the dildo in the stone? Uh, Only she can pull it. <laughs> Did a righteous man have to pull it out out of a rock? <laughs> this is like she was the chosen one, and mom was like, "Yo, girl, I gave birth to you. Give so, me some of that dick." I don't know, but it's a fascinating thought. <laughs> so obviously, at this point, she is getting really concerned responses to her tweets. To which her response is. Um, you guys are acting like this is weird. My mom and I have shared the same dick before, so this is nothing. Get out of my mention, Stinky. And that was when I was like, that's enough Twitter for me for the night. I don't even want to provide commentary on that. I think it speaks for itself. Something ain't right. Uh, sad. I feel like the listeners want to know what race this girl is. She's white as fuck. Um, uh, but she's also trying to sell premium Snap <laughs> memberships, Snapchat. <laughs> so that's why I, I'm kind of like, this is an advertising ploy, I'm pretty sure. But I feel, feel like y'all needed to hear it anyway. Okay. I liked it, man. Hey, Mauricio, did you find did that? Did you like it? I loved it. I Did you I like my like, commentary on it? I feel it? like that's not the right response to that. What? I feel like you should be concerned. About this woman? sharing sex toys with her mother and dicks man if i had to give concern for every individual that i thought had a problem i where would i be i wouldn't be doing this podcast really concerned for you and i i'm gonna worry about me (laughs) i'm gonna worry about me i'm worried about the people around me and that's gonna be it uh people on twitter hey just you're there for my entertainment thank you i think we are can we get like an applause right here sal (laughs) <laughs> I don't have to work a soundboard in this Ah, oh, man, we do need to get a soundbar. Did you have a McAfee hey, tweet? Wait, even better. Do we have a GoFundMe for a soundbar? What the fuck? I do. Okay. I do. I do have a McAfee tweet, though. All right. It's pretty cool. I liked it. Um, I feel like it's going to suck, guys. So the McAfee tweet for this week is... And he's been he's been rolling around. He's been trying to get his crypto stuff going. So anyway, here it goes. In Monaco, at a casino, I counted all of the numbers on the roulette table. It totaled six, six, six. I was then motivated to research further. Seems the inventor of roulette killed himself by swallowing a live piranha. What? Explains everything. What does that explain? I don't know. It's John McAfee. The man's awesome. You know what I would pay almost any amount of money for? To get John McAfee on this podcast. Oh, that would be so awesome. John McAfee, if you want to, you have an, a standing invite on our podcast any day of the week. All you have to do is, what's our Twitter handle? That is a good question, Justin. <laughs> do we have one? We absolutely do. we got the logo up there and everything. Hell yeah. The handle is at underscore drink freely. Ah, that's a good one. We yes. do this. Sometimes too much. It's almost like the name of this podcast is Alcohol It's All Times. Drink, Drink freely. Drink freely. Ooh. 
You didn't even get... Oh, damn, dog. Drink free, live free, die hard. Die hard. <laughs> <laughs> now I know what a fucking TV dinner sounds like. Maybe we'll set up a Skype with him here pretty soon. So, check this out. McAfee was talking about his uh, research. He was talking about doing roulette research. So I did some roulette research. Just because I wanted to know if this guy actually fucking swallowed a piranha or not. Because that sounded amazing to me. But I did learn some things. Uh, a guy named Blas Pascal was trying his hand. Wait, 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 wait. I'm going to need Justin to say that name one more time. <sighs> the struggle it. is real. I tried to go through it really quick, Christian. I know you did. Blaise Pascal. All right, okay. He was a French man. <laughs> a scientist. And he was trying his hand at... Perpetual motion machines. Okay. Yes. As you can see, a roulette wheel spins and spins and spins and spins and spins. Anyway, place. From what I could find from Wikipedia and the quick research that I did, he he, I couldn't see anything about piranhas. In fact, I don't even know if the French know what a fucking piranha is. At I'm least back sh- in like the 1800s. Or I'm 1700s. pretty sure John McAfee thinks that. Holding a firearm makes women spontaneously orgasm. Combust. So we... Even though it's equally ridiculous. However, however, so his perpetual motion machine, it did fail. Uh, I think like 100 years later, uh, Francois and Louis Blanc decided that this would be a great gambling game. And they put a zero on there to give the house better odds. Yes. Right? And they moved to Monaco and helped out King Charles III. And the zero brought in loads of income while the country was in despair financially. And uh, I don't know if you've heard of Monaco or the Monte Carlo, but they're kind of a big gambling deal. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, and what he's also telling you guys is that Roulette has terrible fucking odds. Don't play roulette, especially in America, because we have the double zero. The zero and the double zero. We're assholes. We want yeah. all your money. Manifest destiny. That's mine. Mm. Don't be dumb. Don't be dumb. Oh, you had a continent? Wrong. Mine. It's ours now. My bitch. We gave it a fancy name so we can steal it. If you absolutely must gamble, it's to just play blackjack or craps. Even craps is better. And. Poker is even better because the house just takes a rake yep. and they have no stakes in it in yep. terms of winning or losing. You can use actual skill. Skill. Although they're starting to disappear because all these poker houses are popping up. Which is amazing. Yes. Poker got houses like are popping up now. all over the place and they can operate because they don't take a rake. They charge a membership fee and a seat rental fee. Yep. Um, which is kind of the same thing as a rake. It's just... It's like slavery with the extra steps. Hey, man. Whatever. It works. But if it makes you feel good, get your ass out there and win some money. Did I tell you I went? Uh, I did one. You did. What happened? How did you you make it I did pretty good. I made this one guy feel really bad because I got a full house on the river. And he had a flush on, I'm pretty sure, the flop. And I called his ass. He pushed me all in. Anyway, I ended up walking away with about 300 bucks. Yeah, that would have pissed me off, too. That would have pissed me off, too. Oh, the guy was on tilt, and he was fucked after that. Uh, Let's see. I'm kind of ready to get out of here. You got anything pressing? No, I've got lots of stuff, though. 
You got lots of stuff? We haven't covered video games. I got several things about that. Oh, fucking A. What you got? You got somewhere to be, dog? Yes. Did you know that Xbox came out with a grease-proof controller? Christian just did his best ostrich impression and buried his head inside of his t-shirt. No, I didn't know that. (laughs) It sounds preposterous. Oh, I know it is. Actually, it's technically not grease-proof, but it is grease-resistant. Based off, I believe, Fortnite, from my notes here, uh, they have come out with a promotional item, Xbox or Microsoft has, and it is grease-resistant. And I believe what they have done is they've used a urethane coating that is grease-resistant. I think there's something inside. I don't play a lot of Fortnite, but apparently... Oh, look. Sal's got one up here. Looks like your typical. As you can see, it's lying in a bed of fried chicken. Is that what that is? (laughs) That chicken looks burnt as fuck. (laughs) Who made that? It is not Labrador Retrievers. It is, in fact, fried chicken. This picture is triggering me. I think that when you win a Fortnite game, it's like winner, winner, chicken dinner. I wouldn't know. I don't play the game. I don't know. I've never won. I, you know what? We might. Oh no, to, the other one. We might need to play the Fortnite, other Fortnite just to keep up with for, with pop culture. We might need to play it. For There's like a lot of a stuff that hours. goes on in there. I just nothing anyway. about it is appealing to me. But do you not remember playing Goldeneye and your fucking little fingers getting all greasy from Doritos and shit? No, because I've been playing video games since fucking I was alive, and I made sure that if my fingers were greasy. I went and I watched them shits for five minutes to make sure the controller didn't get greasy and fuck everyone up. What about your Mountain Dew, though? Or your Big Red? I couldn't afford soda at that age. Oh, damn. What age are we talking, though? I'm talking like six. Oh, yeah, I couldn't either. I didn't even get soda until I was like 12 or I don't even know what. Um, I was playing Turtles in Time, bro. I have one for you. Oh, don't even get me started on Turtles Time. Best arcade game ever made. Goes into the screen. Yeah, yes. throw that Foot Clan, dog. Get some. Hey, you know what we should throw out though? So you talked about this last week about the asshole at the Madden tournament. So they're talking about increasing security, and now they're talking about your arcade fight sticks and making you unscrew them or unlatch them or open them up. I don't know if it's gonna stick, but still, fuck that guy. Let me, let me, let me. As somebody who goes to fighting game tournaments with an actual arcade stick, and typically a duffel bag with a towel, some snacks, an arcade stick, and always, always, always a bottle of liquor. <laughs> I am not really okay with this, and it's actually getting me to the point where I'm discouraged from going to tournaments. I believe this this weekend we're having a there's a there's a large tournament in California. I don't know if it's SoCal or no or NorCal, but there's a large large tournament in California. Think about putting 800 gamers in one space and having to check all of their controllers and bags. Not gonna I will stay at home just to dodge that inconvenience. I'm a grown-ass man. I have to deal with taxes and children and traffic. I'm not trying uh, to go to something that I typically go to for fun and then have to wait in a long-ass line for a security check. We live in Houston. We already do that all the time. Yeah, that's why I don't go downtown. I don't. I totally and if understand. I do, it's an Uber motherfucker. It's not me. Damn right. But yeah, I don't like it. I think it's a bunch of bullshit. I don't like it. So it's it's SoCal. It's it's SCR, as it's um, you know most popularly known. SCR SoCal Regionals. 
Uh, if you're in the fighting games, and hopefully there are some people in the fighting games watching a tournament, you can watch SoCal Regionals on Twitch uh, starting on the 14th of this month. It's going cool. to be amazing because there's lots of things that they're trying to qualify for at this point. Uh, and I, I highly recommend it. I'll be watching it. I won't be attending because I'm not trying to get my bag checked and my, and my damn fight stick checked. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. So I also saw an announcement today for the Switch that uh, there's a game that the came out on the PlayStation Vita called uh, Omega Labyrinth. Have you heard of this game? I have not. So I don't know if it will get a USA release. I've heard that probably not. So I got curious about this game, and I looked it up. And uh, it's definitely getting a Japanese release, but players acquire Omega Power and experience points by taking down certain monsters, which then increases their chest size Uh, of their female protagonist. This sounds super Japanese. It's super Japanese. I didn't even know there was one that came out for PlayStation Vita, but apparently there was. It was not brought to the United States. I watched a couple videos today just for, you know, I had to know. Is this a game you'd like to play? Yeah. <laughs> Here's why I, I want to play this game. Because if you have a nice and nifty Android phone, uh, you can download a PSP emulator and get whatever game you want and play it on your phone. Fascinating. What kind of phone you get? iPhone. Boom! <laughs> oh, we've got some visual representation. So instead of leveling up your character like a traditional RPG, and your character gets better, yes. As you can see, the girl on the right, probably an A or a V cup. Oh no, nothing wrong with that. She hasn't leveled up enough. The girl on the left, I don't know if they make bras big enough. She's taking down some bosses. Yes, she is. She's doing that. This is a whole game. If this is the kind of thing that you like, might I suggest to you? A terrible fucking game that no one should ever play. And the name of it should give this away. And our producer's going to look this up really quick. And <laughs> I don't even know whose laptop this is, but I don't give a fuck. The name of the game is literally Battle Raper. Oh, no. Yes. I don't condone that. Did it come up right away? No? <laughs> give, give Big Sal some time to type. I thought that's why he gave me the it's, look. It's very obscure. Oh. It's very obscure. Oh. It's like they were like, oh shit, Dead or Alive has jiggle physics? Let's turn all of that oh. into one game. I remember Dead or Alive back in the day. Yep, jiggle physics. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of crazy. It's kind of um, crazy. I don't recommend that game to anyone. So speaking of, oh wow, look at that. Okay. <laughs> okay. I don't know if it's up, up. It's on par with today's modern graphics. No, but it's, it was way back. It's dated. Day. It's dated. This, but this was the precursor for uh, all this nonsense we're talking about I now. I see the appeal, and this probably was a precursor. Did you did you hear what Steam said? Steam. Steam. Yeah. What did they say? Okay, so back in the day, apparently mature content has always been censored. Correct. Not anymore. Steam has announced that they're going to have a. It'll, it'll be separate, or at least part of it, but it'll have many disclaimers, and it'll be very clear about what this is and what you're getting into. 
But oh my god, these battle raper shots! Really <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't even do it. Hey, can you put like a Pit picture cell. of just like baby Jesus on the screen? No. <laughs> oh oh no! But anyway, Steam has now approved uncensored <laughs> porn games on their website. So we got that going for us. Whoops. Thank you. Nice. Oh, look, there's baby Jesus. Now I feel all sanctified. Yep. Very nice. So now I don't want to talk about any more sex games. No. No. Hey, did you I, hear? Go ahead. I have a request. Yes, sir. This is for the listeners. Yes, sir. Um, I typically play fighting games and RPGs. I don't play a lot of obscure things. If you listen to this and you're like, you know what? I think Christian might enjoy this. Please hit us up on our Twitter. We gave you the handle. Again, that is underscore drink freely. Give some suggestions to the podcast. And we will definitely play those games and talk about them. And I'd love to talk about whatever ideas you guys have. I've got maybe one or two more things if you I got some movies I'd like to talk about. Did you know they made a clueless too? Was Stacy Dash in it? I don't know who that is. Wait. Was Alicia Silverstone in it? Supposedly she was in it. Actually, it never happened. It was on the set of Batman and Robin, that awful, awful film they tried to make with George Clooney and, uh, was it Chris O'Donnell? And Let's Alicia Silverstone. Yes. So anyway, I guess Clueless was pretty big at the time the casting for Batman and Robin was done, which was a total shit bomb of a film. It was just one of those where there's too many cooks in the kitchen. You know there's people who love that movie. I don't care. Those people suck, though. It's terrible. (laughs) Hey, chill. (laughs) Anyway, so during the filming, or actually during the casting, and the art department was doing some, uh, they were doing um, art for costumes and other designs, and apparently Alicia Silverstone was a little thick. By Hollywood standards, she was a little. By yes, by Hollywood standards, we all know that Hollywood is a bunch of misogynistic assholes. Though they are a bunch of assholes. Um. So anyway, the art department had been working on some some things, and (laughs) God damn it, Sal! Sal brought it up a little preemptively, but it's on the screen. She was a little on the thick end, and I guess her fitting into a corset as Batgirl was slightly humorous, and it was some trouble. And so a guy in the art department decided to run with it and called it Clueless 2, the casting of Batgirl. And I know you all can't see this, but it shows Lucy Silverstone caricature trying to squeeze into a Batgirl corset, and it is not going well, uh, this is body shaming at its peak. It is body shaming at its peak. I can't remember what, like, 95 or whatever it was this came, this came out. But uh, if, if you have a chance, leave 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 Alicia Silverstone alone, but check out Clueless 2, the casting of Batgirl. Uh, you'll, 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 you'll definitely get a kick out of and it. And if you're too lazy to do the research, it will be on the podcast Twitter account. That's right. By the time that this podcast is released. Absolutely. I'm getting to a point of great drunkenness. It's time to close this out. I have one more Mm, I want to cover. You better hurry up. It's about one of your favorite actresses. 
And it's a nice way to end this. Speaking of Hollywood and the trials that have gone through there lately, Olivia Munn has come out recently. You see, I knew I could get him. She's editing movies now. Mm -hmm. Yes. The movie coming out, Predator, from Fox, which is owned by Disney now, which is crazy to me. I mean, The Simpsons already predicted it, but... They did. But it's not like they have... They have time travelers working for the Simpsons, so I mean, it shouldn't be surprising. Trump is president, so they might have a time traveler working with the Simpsons. And I think it's time to go ahead and accept that as a possibility. <laughs> a co-star, Steve Wilder, which is a friend of Shane Black, the director of the new Predator movie, who, fun fact, is the first guy to die in the original Predator movie. He's the guy that tells the stupid jokes. Is there something sinister about this guy? Steve Wilder, his friend? Yes. Can I guess? Apparently, yes, you are welcome to guess. He's in Hollywood. Uh-oh. And uh, I haven't heard of any uh, violent rape charges about this guy, so my bet is he likes children. Oh, no. Yeah. He, Hollywood, y'all niggas need to do better. He had to go to court for it. And I shouldn't have, shouldn't be able to get it. This. It was several years ago, and that was kind of the thing that was discussed. When are you forgiven? When are you not? I don't know what it was. But they have cut since they have since cut the entire uh, portion of the film with her and uh, oh, I have Steve a whole, Wilder. I have a whole chart, flow chart of when you're forgiven for certain sexual misdeeds. We're not going to get into it, but let me start with this: If you touch a child, there was no you're touching. Never forgiven. There was no touching. That I can that can that I can say. I'm not condoning his behavior, but I can say that there was no touching. It was uh, AOL IM Messenger is just a guess ah! I have. I'm just guessing. I have no idea. This, this but, nigga got the Chris Hansen treatment? Come on in. I made tea. <laughs> I mean, if he showed up at the house thinking he was fucking a kid, it's the same. But I'm done. You go ahead. Anyway, since since she's come out about this, she has said that she has felt ostracized from the cast and crew. Uh, she doesn't feel like... And I don't know. I, feel, I, kinda, I think she did the right thing. But I also feel like Olivia Munn's kind of a pain in the ass. When you look like Olivia Munn, you get to be a pain in the ass. You think so? And if she Aaron Rodgers didn't think so. If she feels... Hey, no matter how beautiful a girl is, somebody somewhere is sick of her shit. That's 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 some rules for a living that's right true. there before the rules for a living. Now, so I wanted to wait. If she feels ostracized, like people don't accept her, she can come to my house. <laughs> and my wife and I will both... Except her. She will feel uh, welcome and loved. They will say, hey, Dare. Hi, Dare. Blank, blank. I was going to ask you. You're a big Olivia Munn fan. That's correct. I like a different Olivia. Olivia Wilde. We miss you. Come back. Does she have kids or something? I'm not sure. I feel I, like she she did something when, when, you know, the whole breast shaming thing came out. Uh, like Olivia <laughs> Wilde. And I was like, Olivia, please show everything you have, baby. Um... I can't disagree with that stance. Oh, my God. Thank you, Seth. I just found out her mom was like a congressman or some shit. What? Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Anyway, we got to end this shit because people got stuff to do. Yeah, let's wrap it up. So, I have more drinking to do. That's correct. Sal's got to go home. I'm just going to hit the people with the rules for a living for this week. Let's hit it. There are, there's going to be segments that I miss every week. This is one I never want to miss. This one is... Um, do not... Talk to police. Ah. Do not. Never be rude. 
Never be belligerent. Know the rules for the state that you are in. If you are in Texas and you are driving and they ask for your ID, you are required to show it. If you are in Texas and you're walking down the street and they ask for your ID, you are not required to show it. Now, I don't get into a whole lot of BS, so we're going to go back into the car. If the cop asks for your ID, you show it. If the cop asks, hey, where are you going? A perfectly example, or, I'm sorry, a perfect answer to that question is, oh, I'm going where my where my car's headed. Or, I, I, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm heading east on I-10. Those are all perfect answers. The cop has no business knowing what your intentions are, where you're going, who you plan to see. He pulled you over for one reason. If he wants to write a ticket for that one reason, that's his prerogative. Let him do it. Do not tell him anything else. You're not obligated to do so. It is not your responsibility to help that officer gain evidence to write you up on more charges. You're just incriminating yourself. Outside of being in the car, if you're being questioned by police and you feel as if you're a suspect, or if you're not sure, say nothing. You ask for an attorney. Oh, absolutely. I can vouch for that. Some of you are sitting here thinking, oh, but I haven't done anything wrong. I can talk to police. You're wrong. No. You're wrong, and I will come back on future podcasts to explain to you how you're wrong and how perjury traps work. But for now... I'm going to let you go with the knowledge that you give the police only what you are legally obligated to do and nothing else. Amen. Don't Mom. let them know. Don't incriminate yourself. Never. Anyway, that's the end of this week. Uh, please come back. Thank you for listening. And we'll have another episode out next week. And hopefully it's as good as this one. Uh, thanks again for tuning in. Christian, anything else? I'm good, son. Sal, thanks for showing up. Fuck the 18th, and we'll see you next week. Hey! However, listeners, let me know <laughs> if you have a strong stream of justice, that might yes. keep you late. Hey, keep it in mind. And I'm take out. care of that prostate. I'm out on this. I'm done. I guess this is as much <laughs> as I can do on this. All right. <laughs>